Hi everyone, welcome to the Bombshell Podcast. I'm your host, Liana, otherwise known on Instagram as Bespoke Beauty by Liana. And I'm your co-host, Liam, also known as the char to your cuterie. <laughs> Which we are eating right now. <laughs> on a Monday. <laughs> you gotta. Yeah. Happy Monday. And I hope January is being amazing for you. And you're feeling really good about your week ahead. So this is episode three of season two. And we are following on from last week's episode, which is what we were talking about acne and the different types of acne Mm. and what causes acne. So now we're going to go a little bit further and we're going to talk more about what affects, uh, what factors affect acne. Yeah. What are the biggest, the biggest factors? The biggest ones are diet, Mm. hormones, hormones play a really large role. And lifestyle, sun, heat, sweat, touching your face, bacteria, dirty linen, uh, mm. hair products. That would be common. Like, how many people, how often do people change your bed sheets, pillowcases, even your towel? Yeah, it should be, especially if you're having a problem with acne, it should be like three days. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty crazy, but it's important. It's really beneficial. Um, yeah, other ones, dirty, um, makeup brushes, Mm. household products, uh, hair, shampoo, makeup, they could all be clogging the skin or have comedogenic ingredients, which means they could clog the skin. Uh, it could be, um, toothpaste. It could be putting hot water on the face. Genetics play a big role. Improper product use as well. Like you're using the wrong skincare. Mm -hmm. Medication is a really big one medical conditions, um, taking supplements and, um, a lot of things like in your diet, like a lot of things like sugar, uh, processed foods, um, you know, like takeaway food and dairy. So they're probably the biggest things with diet. All the yummy stuff. (laughs) I know. And you still got to live your life. It's more about balance and then, yeah, avoiding the things that like finding your triggers and then avoiding those things. So they, well, a lot of them there sounded like even to me pretty self-explanatory of like you know what yeah, cause acne. A bit common. You know, but yeah. What are some lesser known ones? Okay, lesser known ones uh, could be um, IUDs. So it's like a synthetic version of progesterone, which is found in IUDs. I thought you were asking me a question. Who said are you? Oh, I. The letter I-U-D. Yeah. All right. And that, um, yeah, it stimulates androgenic activity. So when your androgen levels are stimulated, you secrete more oil. Biotin, B12 and B6 can trigger acne. Biotin is found in all of your hair, skin and nail supplements. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's a real big trigger. And um, that can help. What it does is it helps stimulate keratin. So that can really help with hair, skin, and nails. Um, But because it's stimulating keratin, um, it can clog the pores. Your pores get clogged. Yeah. Then B6 and B12 produce a negative reaction with the follicles 
And this creates inflammation in the skin where your bacteria is. And then the other one is over exfoliating or using an exfoliating scrub. Uh, so it feels nice, but scrubs on inflamed acne are really detrimental to the skin barrier and they can be quite stimulating as well, which we don't want to stimulate acne. And then over exfoliating can strip your skin, dry your skin out, irritate it, remove that barrier. And then your skin is working over time or you're, um, you're producing more sebum. And so you're doing more harm than good when you're exfoliating, mm. which is why I always say exfoliating is situational. And I prefer that you come and see me for a professional exfoliation and not do it as frequently as home at frequently at home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so with in a way, so yeah, with like products are used and to treat acne. Yeah. So but I'll, what, what in them, what are the, what are the active ingredients at all? Yes, yeah, so an active ingredient is something that is scientifically proven to correct and change the skin at a cellular level. So it's enhancing the way your skin cells communicate with each other. And the best ingredients for acne are, there's a lot, and um, I'll run through like the top ones that are good for exfoliation, which are salicylic acid and lactic acid, mandelic, glycolic, and benzoyl peroxide, they all help exfoliate gently. And that's going to help remove that plug of like dead skin that's clogging the pores and that plug of oil at the same time. So that's why they're really good. Then you have um, your anti-inflammatory ingredients and they're going to be better for when you've got infected like acne redness um, and cystic or sore acne. And all your anti-inflammatory ingredients are super important. Um, so you definitely need to have antioxidants, fulvic acid, Niacinamide, zinc, PCA, hyaluronic acid, tea tree, arnica, peptides, aloe vera, probiotics, beta-glucan, and colloidal silver. So there's lots of um, different ones that you'll find usually in acne products. I'm sure you've heard of a few of them before. Yeah, I have, actually. Yeah, and that they calm inflammation and they soothe redness, and that's going to draw that infection out as well. And then there's some ingredients like oxygenating um, formulas or sulfur. Um, also, then there's retinoids like your vitamin A, and they all help kill acne-causing bacteria as well by oxygenating the skin. And exfoliating also helps doing that to do that. Um, but everyone's skin is different, so it's not always about exfoliating. And um, it doesn't always mean that the f if you have acne, the first step is that you have to exfoliate. So you have to get lactic acid and salicylic acid and put them on your face all the time to dry your skin out. You really want to focus on the anti-inflammatory ingredients that I mentioned, like your niacinamide. That's a really good one, which is your vitamin B3. Um, also your panthenol, which is B5 and your hyaluronic acid. So if you're focusing on giving your skin more antioxidants, um, vitamin C, I would also recommend vitamin C if your acne is not too inflamed or your skin isn't too oily. Yeah. Um, but the reason is because they're all gonna help strengthen your skin and calm that inflammation. And then you can sort of add in your exfoliating after that. And that exfoliating is gonna enhance the, the benefits that you're already getting from calming the inflammation. But you should really be targeting to calm the inflammation first. Yeah. I see mm. on like social media and like they become sort of trendy, those like spot treatments, those pimple patches. Mm, yeah, people uh, love what's them. What's your thoughts on them? 
Well, the pimple patches are fine uh, because it's going to take you. It's take it's going to take your mind off picking at it, and they mm-hmm. they do dry the pimple out. Okay. But but what happens is it's improper product use, and a lot of the time the pimple patches you're using, you uh, don't need to be using them because the pimple that you have doesn't really need to be dried up. It will just heal by itself. So n- normally you can get a better result if it's like a really cystic pimple with just putting ice on it and leaving it alone and calm it down yeah the pimple patches will dry it out essentially so if it's like a real pustula one like it's really oily and it's really raised that's really that's a good time to use a pimple patch um but not when your skin's broken if you've already picked that pimple Mm. then there's no point to put the pimple patch on but yeah i like the idea of the pimple patch yeah um yeah i think it's pretty handy and you can get the like they're easily um accessible in chemists true that Mm. cool so with a pimple, um, like what are you actually extracting from it? Well, there is always a buildup of dead skin and oil, and that creates that plug in the hair follicle. So there's you don't want to be. <laughs> it sounds the plug. It sounds so icky. I know. Um, yeah, and it happens to a lot of people, and it really it damages your confidence, and it's stressful, and it's annoying. Yeah. And mm. so I totally get it when you want to extract it, you want to put your fingers there, and you want to squeeze it and pick it and get it to go away. It happens a lot, and I understand because I, you know, you and I, we occasionally pick pimples on our own faces, but the idea is that. You shouldn't be extracting. <laughs> yeah, I rarely can. Blemish SOS. Blemish SOS all the way. Stand but by it. Yeah, sometimes you just you get one of those nasty pimples and the sucker just needs yeah. to be extracted. But yeah. yes, what I would always recommend is if you are going to extract something, wash your fingers and make sure you've used a warm compress, like a warm face washer, or you've washed your face a little bit with warm water and you've made it softer mm. and then you extract it with cotton tips not your fingers yeah, that's yeah. A good point cotton tips spread your skin a little bit one on either side and then press down and then squeeze in Together. and up yeah. to help it come out and you should only be doing that with blackheads or those pustular ones where they have like that little the, head the, the bulb. dome mm. yeah yeah and then leave the other ones the ones that are under the skin are not no. ready yeah not ready to come out. You're better off putting a pimple patch on it or just leaving it alone or putting Blemish ice on SOS. it. SOS. Yeah. Love that stuff. It's good stuff. Mm. And the key ingredient in Blemish SOS is salicylic acid. There you go. Which dissolves oil in the pore. So that's why it's really good for blemishes. It has niacinamide in it too, which is yep. an anti-inflammatory ingredient. So it calms down that redness and draws the heat away. Cool. So yeah. circling back to some the one of the causes that we can all sort of control or manage is what foods should be avoided? Yeah, good question. A lot of people don't realize that there are a lot, a lot of foods that can stimulate that ed- androgen activity, which is where you create more oil, your skin creates more oil. And it's the same as that time of the month when your hormone levels fluctuate and you get a breakout. It's the same as if you're eating um, oily food. Or specific foods. So the main foods to avoid are foods high in fats and sugars for obvious reasons because they're they're oily and they're inflammatory ingredients. Mm. Um, processed foods. Then there's tofu, uh, peanuts, seaweed, organ pate, salt, biotin, milk, cheese, dairy products. So charcuterie. Have <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. And then, yeah, sadly. Uh, shellfish, shrimp, uh, whey, which is in a lot of proteins. Yeah, yeah. Mm, and edamame, which I had this morning. 
I thought they oh, were you healthy. you did too. We got, we got some in the freezer. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. So, yeah, there's um, it's quite a surprising list, actually. Um, but what happens is it, it changes your hormone levels. So... Mm. In those, in those foods, they change hormone levels. And again, you're going to produce more, it's creating more androgen activity. So you're going to notice oilier hair and you're going to get more breakouts. Um, so the best foods to eat. Yeah. What should you introduce into your diet? So obviously always your fruit and veg because they're so essential for your gut health and good bacteria in your body. Antioxidants as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You were so excited to say that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm learning. It's good. So um, cruciferous vegetables are a must. So broccoli, cauliflower, and kale, or your dark leafy green. A lot of disgusting ones. (laughs) What my plate looked like this morning. Yeah, yours looked nice. It was done. And roasted onion. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Um, yeah, it made me feel better. And then whole grains, polyphenols, which are pomegranate. These are like other forms of antioxidants. Um, dark chocolate and green coffee. Mm. Probiotics and prebiotic foods such as sauerkraut, kimchi, yeah. kombucha. Man, Japanese, man. Mm. They're ahead of the time. Really good for your skin health because they're promoting good growth of good bacteria, gut health. Uh, so gut health is a really enormous thing when it comes to your skin and your overall well-being. It's pretty much all mm. behind it all besides, obviously, there's genetics. But mm. Yeah, and genetics. Rest, yeah. You're right. Yeah, genetics is a really big one. It's a big deal. Then you've got your prebiotic veggies. So you should include garlic, onion, beetroot, sweet potato, mm. leeks, fennel, Kiwi fruit, peas, and artichokes. And artichokes are a really good source of soluble fiber, and so are oats. So they're very good for your gut health too. Then you've got essential fatty acids. So you're thinking fish oils or walnuts or avocado, flaxseed or sesame seeds are all EFAs. You could also take, um, if you're not getting those things um, in your diet or you want to increase your essential fatty acids, you can take EFA capsules. Yep. To help boost your EFAs and also it's, um, or evening primrose oil. Yeah. Mm. That's the same thing. And then to swap out, don't eat peanuts, um, because of the whole, um, androgen activity, but to swap it out, have almond, almond butter. Oh yeah. And then there's also nuts. So magnesium, uh, is a really good one for your skin and zinc. So if you have nuts and seeds and legumes, it's going to be much healthier for your skin. And zinc promotes progestin through its effect on the pituitary gland. So if you want zinc in your diet, like um, natural sources of zinc, as in foods, pumpkin and cashew nuts are really high in zinc. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So yeah. Besides the foods you listed before those that are bad for acne, what what are some other triggers? Other things to avoid? Oh, yeah. So you don't want to... If you're having a facial, you don't want to have like a lot of massage. You don't want to book in for a microdermabrasion. You really want uh, the therapist to be skilled in acne uh, because they could actually create more, mm. create more inflammation or infection. So I would avoid also any do-it-yourself treatments at home. I would avoid putting toothpaste on pimples. And <laughs> don't touch your face. Don't pick or squeeze. Um, always wear sunscreen uh, and try not to stress. And try not to overdo it with, you know, like the blemish SOS or the pimple patches. Just think less is more. And, um, yeah, you'd be surprised at if you just focus on healing 
this and supporting and strengthening your skin with using good quality products that are really supporting your skin health and nourishing your skin health, then you will be fine and you'll have to worry less about, um, yeah, drying your skin out and exfoliating and over cleansing and using harsh products. Oh, another one is makeup wipes. A lot of clients, um, tell me that they use makeup wipes and I'm like, but that's what cleansers are for. You know, that's what you should use your cleanser for. That's what it does. It removes your makeup. And a lot of people don't realize mm. that makeup wipes have alcohol in them. So they'll strip your skin straight away. Dry so yeah, please don't use alcohol wipes. If you're sweating because you've just gone to the gym. So let's say you go to the gym in the morning, your morning routine should be cleanse, moisturize, sunscreen off to the gym. Take your cleanser and your moisturizer and your sunscreen with you to the gym or get like a micellar cleanser. I know Garnier does like a nice like travel sized micellar cleanser. Take that with you and like microfiber cloth um, or a muslin cloth and cleanse your skin as soon as you finish sweating mm -hmm. because sweat has bacteria in it and it's mm -hmm. going to create more acne and it's going to inflame it's it. It's going to transfer it to your pores well, you sweat yeah. as well. You sweat's going to... Yeah, it's exactly. Move things around, <laughs> put things where it shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, we want none of that. Mm. So I would recommend that if you like going to the gym, um, sweat is a big thing. Sweat is a big factor. And then when you finish your gym routine and then you're going home and you're having a shower, that's when you can do your full routine. So all your serums and all your eye creams and your full full routine then. Makes sense though. Mm. Get dirty, clean it straight away. Cleanse it. Mm. To protect it. Yeah. Mm. Right. And don't wear makeup to the gym either. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's, that's what the majority of women do. Mm, I well, don't know. this is what I see mm. online. You know what I mean? I don't go to the gym, but I can imagine they're in there with a full face of makeup. Well, I hope not. Um, I Yeah, I can't speak on it. But yeah, I would hope that everyone would feel um, confident enough and mm. yeah, and yeah, just as well better for your skin to not wear makeup while you're sweating. For sure. But, yeah, hopefully it, it does. Yeah, it changes someone's opinion on wearing makeup to the gym because you're beautiful and you don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the other one I was going to say was um, a lot of clients are mentioning to me lately because it's summer, they're getting a lot of breakouts and it's because they're wearing more sunscreen. So that to me is telling me you're sweating, like sweating it's, it's hot. Well, yeah. And then your sunscreen is clogging your pores. So take a look. It's amazing that you're wearing sunscreen and I want you to wear sunscreen. And sometimes that side effect is going to be that you're getting blemishes when you don't normally. It's a part of life. It happens. <laughs> I'd rather pimple than skin cancer. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so the main thing is there just to keep wearing your sunscreen. Make sure you're cleansing your skin properly as well and afterwards. And then check your sunscreen. You might just be using the wrong sunscreen. And I know a lot of people get caught out and they use body sunscreen on their face or they're just using mm -hmm. someone else's random sunscreen. And that's what's happening and that's why you're breaking out. So you can prevent those breakouts um, definitely by just using a good quality face sunscreen. Zinc is a really good one because it's anti-inflammatory. It's a mineral sunscreen and it doesn't clog your pores. So we have Mineral Pro in the salon. Um, that's by O Cosmetics. And that is a godsend if you're um, prone to getting breakouts. Cool. Mm. So what are some mm. uh, what are some treatments out there available, even treatments that you offer as well? Yeah, there's lots of different treatments for acne. 
and it's not one size fits all blue led light uh so the wavelength is um 415 nanometers and what that means is it penetrates into a layer of the skin where it targets your p acne bacteria and it reduces it and it kills it it destroys p acne bacteria so that means you're going to get less breakouts and we're going to help remove the current breakouts that you do have and whenever we're doing led light we're also using the near infrared and the near infrared targets the deepest wavelength into the skin and that's great for healing and inflammation and calming so if you're having led you can literally do led every day you can also get the led masks and have them at home they're not yeah, as strong I've seen them. yeah you can do oh, them the blue <laughs> <laughs> yeah fun. Wait, wait, we were somewhere and we they're saw so them cool in, in, i think we're up the coast mecca mm. we we're at that place in on hate in hastings street yeah that was on in mecca was that mecca hastings yeah I think that's the Dr. Spiller one. Yeah. But yeah, there's so many and they're amazing. They're really good. So I would always recommend doing them literally every day. It's going to be so healing and beneficial for your skin. So that's a really good treatment. That's going to help. I would always recommend a chemical peel. Um, an ingredient I forgot before is TCA, which is in the BioRepeal and um, a couple of other peels that I have in the salon. TCA is amazing. It's similar to glycolic, but it's a bit deeper and it seems to work really well on inflammation and congestion and also pigmentation. So it's sort of targeting a lot of things all at once. Vitamin A peels are really good too. Depending on your skin, glycolic, mandelic, they're all good peels, but leave that up to the professional. Don't um, try and do any of these things at home. Um, and then skincare wise, if you have a salicylic or a glycolic in your routine, that's all you need to worry about when it comes to exfoliating. Don't get too many products um, that are all exfoliating. Focus on your calming, anti-inflammatory, hydrating products more so. Make sure you've got a good moisturizer and a sunscreen. And um, other treatments are available. If you have acne scarring, I'd recommend doing jet plasma and skin needling, depending mm. on your acne scarring. Yeah. If you've got post-inflammatory erythema from acne scarring, it's red. That means you need more antioxidants in your diet. You need more zinc in your diet too. Essential fatty acids, of course. And you need to have vitamin C to help calm and vitamin B to help calm that inflammation. And you must wear sunscreen every day. And then you also have post-inflammatory um, pigmentation. So that's when your skin goes darker and brown instead of red after you've had infected mm. acne. And I'd recommend the same things and throw in an exfoliating product like a glycolic or a lactic and, um, or a salicylic that's going to help with pigmentation the most. And then all of your anti-inflammatory ingredients too, vitamin B, vitamin C, wow. vitamin E, all the vitamins yeah. and eat a healthy diet, uh, collagen as well. So you want to focus on having zinc in your diet, collagen. <laughs> <Turtle seed. laughs> no, no did we ever research that? Yeah. Yes, I did. Um, we spoke. We, we mm. spoke about it. In, oh. in an hour. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, I was going to say yes to support your collagen, which is also going to help heal your scarring. If you do have any acne scarring, you need to have a diet high in protein, a good quality protein source, and a diet high in vitamin C. Cool. Yeah. So it's all about your diet too. Sounds like a majority. Yeah, it's a big. You know, it's a very broad there's so many things that are intertwined so there's so many things so many factors that you mm. have to think about and manage and it's always it's a journey yeah it's a big journey everyone's different yeah that's what makes us all unique <laughs> otherwise it'll all be boring <laughs> we don't want that no no all 
All right. Well, that is the end. Thank you guys for listening. We love you. And we're going to catch you next week. Bye. See ya. See ya.